This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the GAO offers a stark assessment of the VA's community care program. Political appointees will now have a major role in diversity training. And Army officials are trying to figure out why suicides are up 30% over last year. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. The Department of Veterans Affairs lacks clear standards for how long veterans should be waiting for community care. The Government Accountability Office offered a stark assessment of VA's community care program. GAO says VA does not have clear timeliness metrics for VA community care providers. Few providers are using VA's new software to exchange health data with agency medical centers. And few VA medical centers have enough employees to staff and oversee the community care program. Congress is expected to review GAO's recommendations at a hearing tomorrow. A federal judge ordered the Census Bureau to keep 2020 field operations running through the end of October. But the Commerce Department has other plans. Secretary Wilbur Ross says the Bureau will now wrap up field operations on October 5th. House Oversight and Reform Committee Chairwoman Carolyn Maloney says Commerce's timeline increases the risk of an undercount of demographics the Bureau has not gotten to yet. The Bureau says it's counted nearly 98 percent of households in the U.S. so far. Small businesses have a chance to tell the General Services Administration how to move forward with its new Small Business Multiple Award contract. GSA is seeking feedback on two different paths. The first will be similar to the Alliant 2 small business approach, with one platform that gives agencies the ability to set aside individual task orders. The second strategy would award three separate platforms, a total small business set-aside, a woman-owned small business set-aside, and a HUBZone 1 set-aside. Political appointees will be in charge of deciding what diversity and inclusion training should stay or go at federal agencies. More now from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Agencies are supposed to appoint one appointee to oversee the implementation of the president's new executive order on diversity and inclusion training. The EO bans certain training the Trump administration deems divisive. New guidance says agencies can still implement in-house and external diversity and inclusion training, but it's up to the appointees to decide whether it meets the administration's guidelines. Federal employees who move forward with training deemed divisive will be subject to discipline. Nicole Lagrisco, Federal News Network. The Army has a new diversity policy, but certain societal realities make change an uphill battle. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. The Army's new diversity policy extends mentorship to younger minorities and looks at almost every facet of the Army for bias. However, changing the fact that there are 11 times more white officers in senior positions than minorities may take more than just the Army to fix. Experts say issues affecting minorities like criminal records and obesity caused by increased police patrolling in food deserts also hinder minorities from succeeding in the military. Analysts say it will take a whole-of-government and societal approach for the military leadership to look more like the makeup of the United States. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. 2020 has seen a significant uptick in military suicides. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. 
Army officials say they've seen a 30% increase since the same point in 2019. The Pentagon hasn't yet released DOD-wide figures, but an analysis by the Associated Press finds suicide rates across the services are likely 20% higher than last year. Army leaders say they can't definitively tie the increases to COVID-19, but there are clear correlations between the start of the pandemic and an increase in behavioral health issues among service members. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Another piece of the CMMC puzzle drops today. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The Defense Department issued an interim rule to implement one of the last remaining major pieces of the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, or CMMC, program. The acquisition regulation adds more clarity around the implementation timeline and around the requirements contractors will have to adhere to. For example, the interim rule requires vendors working at the medium and high security levels to undergo an assessment by the government of how they comply with the standards outlined in NIST Special Publication 800-171. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. A third federal court judge halts changes for the Postal Service. More now from Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. In a lawsuit filed by the state of New York, a district court judge has filed a preliminary injunction preventing the Postal Service from moving ahead with plans to limit late and extra trips between mail processing plants and post offices. The judge says the agency should have requested an advisory opinion from the Postal Regulatory Commission before implementing the change. In a separate lawsuit, the Postal Service is asking another federal judge to narrow his ruling to pre-approve all necessary overtime about a week before Election Day. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A bipartisan group of senators would like to make it easier for federal firefighters to trade shifts without incurring penalties to their pay or leave. State and local firefighters can trade shifts on their own without intervention from their supervisors through a provision in the Fair Labor Standards Act. But federal firefighters don't have that flexibility without dealing with changes to their pay and annual leave. Democrats Chris Van Hollen, John Tester, and Tom Carper and Republican Susan Collins say their bill would extend the trade time flexibility to federal firefighters. Every four years, the best talents in sports get together to compete. This year, the Air Force is trying to bring together the best minds in advanced manufacturing, using cutting-edge technologies to make goods. The service's Rapid Sustainment Office is hosting its inaugural Advanced Manufacturing Olympics. The virtual experience will bring together business people, subject matter experts, and academia for tech challenges to make technology and prototypes that are more cost-effective. Another event will test the strength of materials used in manufacturing. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus on our coronavirus resource page. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.